0: This is the FloridaHSFootball.com podcast, bringing you closer to all the action on Florida's home of high school football and girls' flag football, with amazing interviews and the latest news and events. You can follow us on Twitter at FLAHSFootball, and by liking and following us on Facebook and Instagram at FloridaHSFootball. Want to drop us a message? Send us an email to football at FloridaHSFootball.com or by downloading the Anchor.fm app and leaving us a voicemail on our podcast page. Now, here's your host, the founder and publisher of FloridaHSFootball.com, Joshua Wilson. This preseason coaches interview podcast on FloridaHSFootball.com is brought to you by the Florida Athletic Coaches Association, the Florida High School 7v7 Association, ScoreStream, BSN Sports, First Down Playbook, Anytime Fitness of Gainesville, and Fox Sports Florida's Under the Lights Florida High School Football Final, airing Monday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern during the 2019 Florida High School football season. We also want to thank the Florida High School Athletic Association, Four Quarters Online, Baker Sporting Goods, and the Miami Dolphins for everything they did in supporting high school football media days for the student-athletes in Florida this preseason. Enjoy the interview. Joining me here on the Ford HSFootball.com podcast at 2019 North Central Florida High School Football Media Day is the new head coach, but I wouldn't say new around the Lafayette, the new head coach for the Lafayette Hornets, Mark Beach. Appreciate you stopping by here to talk the Hornets football. I mean, Coach, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, you, no stranger to, to the Lafayette program. Been around a few years there with the program, but, you know, you're taking over for, for longtime head coach, uh, Joey Pearson, who, you know, stepped down, retired yes, out so. of that role. You know, uh what what is it about you know the the, the fact that the, being able to come the head coach of this program that's had a lot that has a lot of tradition and history?
1: Well, like you said, there's a lot of uh, I guess not pressure but self-imposed pressure because I've been around the program so long and you know Coach Pearson and I are obviously friends have coached for a long time and we were part of a lot of great Hornet football teams. So you want to carry on the tradition not only for the teams that you and the players that you coach but also just for the community.
0: And with that, you know, looking back on the 2018 season, got in the playoffs, got the you know. Eight and four overall on the, on the season. Uh, you know, got the got the play to play 12, 12 total games. Uh, yep. You know, looking at that, you know, in all of that, what lessons were learned by by that te- by that team, and you know, for your players that you know are going to you know be stepping up and filling leadership roles. What
1: what kind of lessons were learned? I think the big one is just you know learning for some of these seniors that just how special the the playoffs are in the state of Florida, and getting there um, is not only very difficult, but it's also an honor. And, and you got to take advantage of every opportunity when you do get there because there are no days off.
0: And, and, and with that, uh, you're, you're going to some incredible football players that are going to be stepping up in leadership roles and I know one of them is your own son that yes, he has been he has been a leader for your team for the for the program the last couple of years yes sir you know all-state quarterback you know not only him but you know some of the other guys that you brought I mean let's talk about them what what you're just going to expect out of them this year
1: well I mean we talk about every day we know uh who we are where we're from and and what is our attitude and and those guys there's a big white board that's sits next to our field with all the former teams their records and all their um, accomplishments and you know, those guys, uh, they, they got to carry on whatever legacy we have, not only for um, themselves, but uh, we, we just don't want it to drop off on our watch. And, and, and with that, you know, let's, who, who are some of these guys that you're going to be expecting to step up? For? I mean, obviously, you know, Jackson's got to continue doing what he's doing. I mean, he's had two phenomenal years. He's had a great off offseason. Um, and then we've got some role players, uh, you know, Adam Perry, uh, wide receiver last year, Mark Chrome, another wide receiver on that team. Uh, their roles obviously are going to be increased. And then we've got two young guys uh, that are going to be 10th graders. Uh, one is Nikkel Freeman and, and the other one is Garrison Beach, my other son. Uh, and uh, they they've got a big role but the 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 uh, the, the ones who are going to make this whole thing roll in our offensive line i mean uh, there's a lot of not pressure on those guys but just expectation they understand you know what what they did last year and uh, they're, they're ready to roll this year so we got 5 Five guys that are returning starters up there, and um, I think they're kind of chomping at the bit to lead us.
0: And that that sounds amazing right there. And, and with that, um, uh, much much doesn't change for y'all when it, terms it comes to w- what a region y'all are signed for, and just you know for you know if y'all reach the playoffs, you know, in, in the, the teams that are in that region. But uh, and, and with that, I mean, it, what, I mean, how do you how do you prepare them in the, the, the your guys to prepare? You know, especially the fact you know that you know some of these guys that you are facing in your the, that are in that region, you're facing them on the regular season schedule and you may see them again in the playoffs too. How do you how do you prepare them in that situation?
1: Well I mean our first four games we got a pretty tough little one A schedule. We start off of Williston in the Classic and then we go to Hamilton County and then Brookwood out of Georgia, South Georgia and then Chiefland. So um obviously we don't talk look forward or anything like that. We we kinda work one practice at a time, one day at a time, but I mean, you just have to take advantage of your opportunities and you just got to be fundamentally sound because all those coaches do a great job and obviously there's great athletes at all those schools.
0: And, uh, and with that, uh, you know, you got the, the new RPI that the FHA is introducing for football
1: this year. Uh, what were your thoughts on it when, when this came out? I'm glad I don't have to do the math. Uh, so, <laughs> you don't have to pull out the yeah, calculator. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to pull the zeros out. So, uh, no, that's not our job, you know, to worry about all that. I mean, obviously, from a scheduling standpoint, I guess as we learn more and we'll go forward, kind of figure that out a little bit. But, you know, my job, um, you know, I'd taken three years off as a head coach and been the athletic director in the offense court. Honestly, I just want to come back and and coach guys. You know, I just want to get back to really why yeah, we do ish. this. Yeah, I just want to get back in there and, and coach and have some fun and, and and enjoy every moment and not worry about all this other mess. So,
0: and, and with that, you know, the scheduling. You know, you you got you still got you know you got your rivalries on there. You know, you got you got Branford on there. You know, yep. Dixie County is another good rivalry. Yep. Trenton, you know, and then there's yep. Bell. And, you know, so I mean, I mean, at, at that point, where did you go looking for on other schedule? How, how did you decide to? Schedule around trying to find games that could match what y'all are wanting to play with.
1: Well, I mean, just the the town rivalries that are natural to us, which are all the schools you said, and even the ones that we're playing with Chiefland. I mean, Chiefland's forty five minutes from us. Dixie's forty five. We just want to stay in our area um, and and pick up some teams and and just be competitive. And there's nothing like going to a one A school football game on a Friday night, and both sides are packed out, and 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 we're the only show in town, and and that's that's what's so great about it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and, and with that you know and, and all of that you know wh- wh- which of the games would be the toughest on the schedule I mean you could, I mean you could probably have your pick of the poison right there
1: yeah there, there's a bunch of them I mean I don't I don't think uh, it'd serve your, yourself too well to put anyone first or second because that's a lot of bulletin board material but um they're, they're they're just all tough environments and um including us i mean they've got to come to us too and i think everyone knows you know we, we've all got our own edge when we're when we're at home because of our fans and obviously they're fans on the road but um you just kind of that's why you got to prepare your guys and and let them understand from the following year trying to get in the playoffs just how each week is very very important in this whole process so you just take it one day at a time
0: one day at a time, and. Uh... So to round this uh, up here, you know, and this is not the thing. What, what is one FHA policy or bylaw you would want to change, or maybe even go beyond that as to what maybe a, a, a state law that you would want to change that has impacted high school athletics? Because you know there is a lot out there that is impacting high school athletics
1: in this world. Oh gosh, I mean, we actually talked to some people about that. I, I just think maybe just. A clarification of all the rules on how transferring and and even with charters how, who is eligible, and where, who is accountable for students in charters on certain areas. And I know county to county, because of populations, if there's if there's five charter schools compared to one charter school, things like that, and uh, trying to just them let that get figured out, which I know that's tough. They're in a tough position. Obviously, they're dealing with um, hundreds of thousands of student athletes, and um, I, I wouldn't want that responsibility. I know it's a tough one, and uh, so that's why I'll just stick to being a head football coach. <laughs>
0: I hear you on that one. Coach Beach, appreciate you stopping by. Best of luck to the Lafayette Hornets this football season. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate everything. Thank you.